troubles, no troubles on the line. And I can't stand to see you, I can't stand to see you when you're crying at home. Scotch and penicillin Please try Carlton A cold black maple hanger And husbands on the run I just got back from a dream attack That took me by surprise And in there I met a lady Her name was Shady Sides And she said Something so old be so wrong Sin and gravity drag me down to sleep To dream of trains across the sea Trains across the sea Seven years I've drunk 50,000 beers And they just wash against me Like the sea into a pier Hey alright, Bubbas And welcome to a special episode of Number 136 of the Better Yet Podcast. I'm Tim Crisp, your host. Better Yet is usually a long-form interview podcast talking about influence writing and being around, but this week I thought that we'd take some time to remember the life of David Berman, one of the all-time greats, someone who has had such a poignant presence in my life and just touch the lives of so so many over the years the song that we played at the top of the episode here is a song called trains across the sea it's the second track from the first silver jews record starlight walker it's effectively the first song the record begins with an instrumental introduction uh, i also played trains across the sea as the lead-in song to the 100th episode of Better Yet, where David Anthony interviewed me. I've said it a few times, but having David interview me for the 100th episode was always a goal, and part of that fantasy of being interviewed for the 100th episode, uh, Trains Across the Sea, was always the song we were going to play at the top. I remember hearing it for the first time in one of those moments where everything pauses. I was on an L train platform, Jefferson Park on the northwest side of Chicago. I was early into my sobriety. I quit drinking when I was 27 and trains across the sea. It's it's such a simple song. It's C to F. It's just two chords, but the way David's voice comes in and carries just from that opening, troubles, no troubles, it's so peaceful. And the words, he does this so well in so many of his songs, but they just roll through. And the phrasing and the consonants and the internal rhyming of scotch and penicillin 
Please try Carlton, a cold black maple hanger, and husbands on the run. And that roll through also going from image to image. You're crying alone, husbands on the run, a dream attack, a lady whose name was Shady Sides, and she said, and they hold that F. And I remember, and I always try to bring myself back to the moment of waiting as that piano just hits and hits and hits and then finally falls back to that C chord. It's been evening all day long. It's been evening all day long. And how can something so old be so wrong? Sin, gravity, drag me down to sleep to dream of trains across the sea. Trains across the sea. I'm standing on a platform and it's winter time. The cold is biting. I'm waiting for a train. And I'm feeling so attended to, so singly spoken to in that moment of pause after the chorus, just looking out onto the highway traffic and the people that are also waiting and just breathing in air in that way that all of your senses are heightened and you take a breath that feels so conscious and aware like you've never stopped and thought about the profound function of what you're doing but also like how wonderful it can be sometimes to take a breath and you feel your whole life is nurtured half hours on earth what are they worth i don't know you hear a line like that and you just kind of have to laugh a little and say, well, yeah, that's that's about as clever as it gets, huh? And then when he says to you, in 27 years, I've drunk 50,000 beers and they just wash against me like the sea into a pier. Well, you want to talk about feeling like someone is speaking to you. My relationship with David Berman, with Silver Jews and Purple Mountains has all felt similarly cosmic and meaningful from that moment on the platform to the text from David Anthony saying, hey, I've got some bad news. David Berman is no longer with us, but we're going to talk about him today. We're going to talk about losing him, and you bet your ass we're going to celebrate when people ask, where to start with the Silver Jews, I want to say The Natural Bridge. It's my favorite record. But the answer is American Water. We'll play the first two tracks from it. This is Random Rules. In 1984, I was hospitalized for approaching perfection. Slowly screwing my way across Europe. They had to make a correction. And smoking where the infrared deer plunge in the digital snake. I tell you they make it so you can't shake hands when they make your hand shake. I know you like to line dance. Everything's so democratic and cool, but baby, there's no guidance when random rules I know that a lot of what I say has been lifted off of men's room walls Maybe I've crossed the wrong rivers and walked down all the wrong halls But nothing can change the fact that we used to Share a bed. And that's why it scared me so when you turned to me and said, Yeah, you look like someone. Yeah, you look like someone who will 
that was Random Rules and Smith and Jones Forever, the first and second tracks off of American Water, the third Silver Jews LP. If that backing vocal felt a little familiar, that's because it was Stephen Malkmus. American Water was a record that also brought David Berman back together with Stephen Malkmus and Bob Nastanovich of Pavement. The three were college friends and started doing the project around the same time as Pavement was starting up. Silver Jews at times has been referred to as a Pavement side project, and that link was heavily stressed when Starlight Walker came out, which complicated the reception of the record for David. There's a feature that I'll reference here a few times. It's written by Ryan Walsh for Stereo Gum. It's called The Untold Story of Silver Jews and Natural Bridge. And Ryan elaborates on David's perception of the time. He didn't tour. The Silver Jews didn't tour until well into their career. Uh, David, at that time, was in grad school at Amherst, where he studied under the guidance of poet James Tate, who we will return to. Um, Everything David read about the record referred to pavement in some way. And he felt like the friends of his that he talked to about it, it felt like he'd just given his friends a CD that he made and he had no real feedback essentially. And that's a interesting through line that carries through as he's done more recent press where he just talks about how he'd, never really thought that he had too many fans. And it's strange to think of. Um, But he booked studio time for a second Silver Jews record with the Pavement crew. That fell through. And he ended up booking time with a new backing band in a different studio, which just so happened to be an old Colt 45 factory in Hartford. The guns, not the malt liquor. Um, They go in and they make a record called The Natural Bridge. It's my favorite Silver Jews record. David was a mess during the recording of it. Eventually, he went to the ER for exhaustion. He wasn't sleeping, was having daytime hallucinations, but he made it through... The sessions and what came of it is just this haunting masterpiece. Um, we can start with the first track from that. This is how to rent a room. No, I don't really wanna die. I only wanna die in your eyes. I'm still here below your chandelier where they always used to read us our eyes. I want. Have you ever rented a room? Have you even ever rented a room? Banker let you see the river move But now that your evil dreams came through There on your face A row of teeth will come to replace Your 
Dallas, along with How to Rent a Room from the second Silver Jews album, The Natural Bridge. John Darneal said, after David died, I could sit here all day and quote memorable David Berman couplets and never grow tired. He had no competition. He was the competition. 
David's words are so precise and vivid and just brimming with humor. The CPR was so erotic. He was a student of James Tate's. He was one of the great American surrealist poets, someone I found in college. Uh, Tate's poems are so fucking funny. David's poems um, I, I never got into, and I'm not exactly finding myself in the place where I think I can handle going down that road, but the amount he was able to pack into a folk song will, you know, it's only, it only brings to mind a, a couple of other names who who fit into that category, and none of them could really sing. This is a song called We Are Real. Up the hill past 694 At the stone wall make a left And I will see you soon, my friend With these old directions still direct Oh yeah, with these old directions still direct Is the problem that we can't see Or is it that the problem is beautiful to me Birds of Virginia flying within you Like background singers, they all come in threes Like background singers, they all come in threes Won't soul music change now that our souls have turned strange Once a day Twice a day When on and off collide We'll set our souls aside
from Purple Mountains, a song called All My Happiness is Gone. Purple Mountains is David's new band who released an LP just last month, his first since the Silver Jews ended 10 years ago. The announcement of Purple Mountains came as a surprise on May 17th, which was three days after I came home from the hospital. I texted my friend Matthew, and he told me that he was in the middle of texting me and that he bought two tickets for Purple Mountains uh, on the 24th of this month. The news about the Purple Mountains and you know, the fact that I was going to see them, was it was this tiny piece of encouragement during my recovery. Um... I had had a lot of things happen that, you know, were were good and and things to be thankful for, but there weren't 
too many things that were getting me excited and and that was one of them and the record as i and pretty much everyone has said it's outstanding it it doesn't just pick up where the silver jews left off but it goes back even further it's on par with some of his best material and you know i i don't have it in me to go as in depth as as maybe i'd want to um but if you're looking for a place to start you know there's there's american water but the purple mountains record is it's the most accessible thing he's done um it's definitely not a bad place to start david coming back after 10 years was he was doing a lot of press too and there there's some fascinating very open interviews that have been published this summer looking to gain insight into this guy who's always been a bit of a question mark he's lived a life that involved a lot of sadness depression addiction the stories of his drug use are very uncomfortable but you know he would speak about them with this reserved openness but it was an openness something that something that comes up a lot in in the interviews uh about purple mountains is is the name of the band which is a reference to america the beautiful for purple mountains majesties and david relayed the story of Catherine lee bates who from the east coast spent all of all of her life on the east coast with the exception of a summer in colorado bates was suffering from clinical depression and taking basically a i gotta go out and i gotta do this thing and with that taking in all the imagery that she would turn into this poem that became a song that David refers to as a more democratic national anthem because anyone can sing it, which she as a bad singer took to. The story of Catherine Lee Bates taking that pain that she was in and capturing something beautiful. It's, it's a story as old as art itself. Depression is a horrific disorder. It doesn't, doesn't run on logic. It doesn't listen to reason. It doesn't care what you're doing or what you just did. It just takes and takes. The beauty that's created in the midst of it is nothing other than a triumph of the spirit to create despite the place, despite the peace of your brain that isn't set correctly. Can't I can't claim to know anyone's pain even as someone who's been diagnosed with depression it's wrong to say that I understand what it's like to be inside of anybody else. But here's here's a part of me that I'd like to share with you. It was the spring of 2017 and I was suicidal. I lost my ability to function around my depression. I couldn't sleep for more than a couple hours at a time. I couldn't find a way to stop this one-sided conversation that was happening inside my head. It was just 
it, it had moved past having a root cause. It was just completely fueling itself. And at that time, a lot was going right, but I was completely unstable and unable to get out of what only seemed to be growing. David Foster Wallace referred to suicide as jumping out of a burning building. There's no escape. Like, what else are you going to do? And I was stuck for weeks, just barely hanging on. There were a couple of things that I did during that time to sort of set myself up with an obligation, like a commitment that I'd have to be there to keep. Drag City had all the Silver Jews records listed on its website for like 12 bucks. I bought them all. It was just to make sure that I'd be there when they got delivered. Uh, that package of records didn't save my life, but it it kept me there long enough to finally give in to my therapist's suggestion that I start taking medication again. You know, it's, it'd be nice to look at it and say that that I climbed a mountain and conquered something, but this is something that I'm going to have to work against for the rest of my life, and it's just my brain. It's not, it's, it's, it's like any other part of my body. I can't, can't say that I understood David Berman, but that package of records and those lyrics sheets, that guy... Uh, that guy spoke like he understood me in the deepest sense of the word, especially right then and there. He's got a sense of empathy that only comes from seeing pain to the depths that not that many have to see. He lived with a lot of pain but he was able to create something beautiful in spite of his illness. Every moment of beauty, every piece of silliness, that's David Berman finding the power to speak. It's a lack of understanding that would equate his creativity with his illness. David was a brilliant writer and one-of-a-kind talent. He, 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 that belongs to him and nothing else. I wish he'd made it. I really w wish he'd made it. I feel so sad when I think of the kind of hurt he'd endured. No one should have to suffer like that. I was, when I was in college at Illinois State, I was in a creative writing class with a professor named Cass Fleischer. Cass was hired to replace David Foster Wallace when he left ISU. Um, and I was in Cass's class when he committed suicide. We talked about it that day, and I'll never forget her looking at all of us and saying you guys don't have to be fucked up to be good writers and the meaning of that has evolved in a lot of ways suffering beyond the myth that someone needs to suffer to endure suffering to be creative it, it, that's all part of this whole entanglement where the voice inside you says Suffering is what you deserve, and you don't. You only deserve to feel better. And it can get better. Don't, don't have to hurt. 
and you don't deserve to hurt. Guys, we're never alone, and we never have to be alone. Call your friends, talk to your family, reach out to people. I I always feel like it's like it's not enough that we give to people to ask them to do it to be the ones who reach out to let us know when we feel so much like this is our plight but it's worth it to reach out because it can get better please if you're hurting reach out you can reach out to me 815-382-8869 better yet podcast at gmail.com anything you need ever I'd like to close this with the last song from The Natural Bridge it's a song called Pretty Eyes Uh, Ryan Walsh in his piece tells the story of David and only a couple others in the studio while the band was out to lunch and the idea of David doing a solo take of the song came up David told Ryan in this unbelievable moment of reveal I'd probably never played a song on my guitar all the way through all by myself for anyone ever at that point. Plus, I'd have to get through it without a mistake. So they set up a couple microphones. And the second or third try is what's on the record. It's the first time he made it through. You can feel the nervousness and you can hear the imperfections in his strumming as it builds towards the end. There's this sense of urgency that's so authentic and so real, puts you on edge. But he's so inside of the moment. Every fiber of him is in this recording of just making it through this song. He gave us so much, and we can carry it now, and we can carry each other through all of this hurt. Take care of yourselves this week, Bubba's. Long live David Berman. Everybody wants. Perspective from a hill But everybody's wants Can't make it past the windowsill I can see you in your room at night Pictures on your walls Little forest scenes And high school Halloweens But they don't come to you They don't come all, all houses dream in blueprints. Our houses dream so hard. Outside you can see my shoe prints. I've been dreaming in your yard. One of these days, these days will end. The kitchen window. The light will bend You'll be carving a pumpkin With a knife When someone at the table says That's not what I call a life The elephants are so Ashamed of their size them down I tell them you got pretty I
backyard I used to make like I was a cowboy I set my dog before a hoop and say now boy now boy when the governor's heart fails the state bird falls from its branch icicles on hell's higher hills meanwhile back home at the ranch Still get up early in the morning And I never knew a better place I believe that stars are the headlights of angels Driving from heaven to save us, to save us Look in the sky They're driving from heaven into our eyes Final words are so hard to divide promise that I'll always remember your pretty eyes, your pretty eyes.